All right, it is definitely praise time, Josh. You weren't watching, it's already past time to start. Well, y'all was talking. So, for everyone that wasn't here on Wednesday, we had a big announcement, and my praise is that me and Christine are pregnant. Yeah, we're, we're not going to find out this time. We're going to go straight through and find out when he's born. That's oh, wow. We're going to have him at the house. You said you're going to find out when he's born? We'll find out when, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're, me, me and the kids are kind of taking bets on you know, when it's a boy or girl based on Christine's uh, presence. If she peeks out in the front, it's a boy. And if she's wide, side, side. But she's had, she had Caitlin and she had Lane, and it was two completely different pregnancies. So oh, yeah. by moods, we're it guessing it by moods, which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, that'll be fun. That's fun. I could never do that, though. Mm-hmm. I could never wait. I waited until they could see it on the... You probably opened your presents before Christmas growing up, too, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we choice, yeah. When I was having my kids, they didn't. They didn't do that. They couldn't tell you. Uh-huh. You had to wait. We could find out by my second one, but I didn't want to know. No, I, no, I didn't even find out my, either, but I guessed who, it all right. Even my third one. has a praise? Oh, I have a praise. Okay, go ahead, Cherry. I have all my, well, not all of them, but we got to go to Dallas and pick up my grandbabies, so I have 11 kids here today. I saw that. Hey, yeah. She's she got her own softball team. And I was like, man. It's amazing. Ryan, all the way to here. Y'all are going to my church today. Y'all are going to my <laughs> church today. And he pulled up and said, we're here at my church. He was gone. <laughs> of course, we was at the emergency room with him yesterday. He cracked his head open, had two staples. So. Oh, well. Tommy can't. First day, he smashed his finger on the door. Second day, he busted his head open. I said, we're not doing this all the time. You're here, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to the family. Go ahead. She can go first. Okay, Lisa. Um, I'd like to praise the Lord for being able to attend part of the conference. I couldn't do the whole thing, but but I really liked, um, well, like Larissa said, it's wonderful to be around people that believe the same thing that we believe. And that's not very common in this area. It was uh, really nice to see the Hudsons and to... Uh, see some other familiar faces, and um, then we got to go to Gainesville to see Pastor's sister, 84th birthday, and uh, it was just great, and safe drive home, that was good. Yeah, it was good. We had a great trip all the way around. Matthew? Similar uh, praise that I got to go on the conference and help with the youth, and that all the youth behaved, and we had a really fun, good time, so... Yeah, that's definitely a praise. Amen. Amen. Jeannie? So I did an event yesterday, and... Who else? Anybody? (laughs) Wow. Go ahead. Uh, I made my first hundred bucks before we even opened up for the the public. One of the vendors just, she couldn't decide what totes she wanted. She bought two of my large totes and some of my drawstring, Christmas drawstring bags. And I thought that was really nice that I made my first hundred bucks before even opening the doors and then um, I have two people that are going to email me because they wanted me to make some personalized stuff for them so I was really excited about that and I had a lot of um, I wore my Jesus is King t-shirt 
And I got a lot of people walking around and go, Amen, sister, Amen, sister. <laughs> so I was like, So where were you? Uh, mine and Body Solutions off of Genesis on it's right. it's 528. Yeah, it's yeah. after the mall when you turn. Why do you think it's on the right? Is the commercial over now? <laughs> I had one more, but I forgot what it was. All right, Eva, what's your praise? I, I figure out what it is. I just later. want to uh, praise the Lord for the whole week. I enjoyed Bible study. It was wonderful. Josh, you did a good job. Yes, he did. And I just want to thank the Lord for waking me up this morning. And I was not on my stomach with my toes turned towards the sky. I just want to thank you, God. And and I just give him honor and glory and all the praise. And Josh, again, you did a great job. Thank you. You did. We miss you all, too. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Sure you did. Sure you did. All right. All right. Back to the front. Josh. Uh, I want to praise the Lord for his provision because when we found out we were pregnant, we didn't want to tell anyone at first. Uh, and I, I told Christine, I said, I said, well, we don't have anything. We don't have any baby stuff, nothing, you know. And uh, I said, well, I'm not too worried about it. So God provide, hide and watch. <laughs> and sure enough, that week, I mean, everyone we knew started getting rid of baby stuff. Everyone around us just boom. So we're trying to keep it quiet, but trying to Surprise. pick yeah, pick it up. And, uh, <laughs> but we're pretty much stocked with all the baby stuff we need almost already, gotcha. and it had cost us hardly a penny. Awesome. Yeah, okay. and it's good stuff. So I'll well, praise the Lord for just making it happen and putting it right there in his, his own timing. I think Bryce said to this when you have a baby shower, it's just diapers and wipes. Yeah. And we're going <laughs> cloth diapers. Oh boy. Oh. Oh. I've done that before. So Christine wants to do it, so I told her if that's what she wants to do, I'll do it with her. So it looks like we're doing cloth diapers. She may change your mind after a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might all be surprised. She's Who else? This is starting to deteriorate already. <laughs> <laughs> Harley. It's just Harley. The Lord gave me a great opportunity to just praise him out in the open yesterday, which is awesome. One of my one of my guys that worked, his AC unit gave out of his house, and he had he had one backup window unit for his house to cool things off, and it wasn't enough. Since we had that extra one, Jean and I, after her event, just took it over there yesterday. And he was thanking us and telling us how awesome we were. I was like, dude, no, we just serve an awesome God. It was a You're thank you all bed. day. Even yeah. like a couple hours later, he got a text, thank you, man. We're like, he was like hey, dude, awesome. thank God. Don't thank us. Because yeah, he yeah. provided. We're just, we're just the hands that delivered it. No, no. That's God. <laughs> I agree on Wednesday night. was a very good uh, message. And he answered the question that I had, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And I have another one. Um, I thought you were saying another question for me. <laughs> <laughs> another question. Uh, Friday night, we went to uh, Hometown Opry, and uh, the lady sang How Great They Are, which was good. And then people stood up and was singing with her. and. Uh, after it was over, Mary said, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Everybody yeah, in there could hear <laughs> Going to church. Yeah. Yeah. It was something. Listen to this. I'm sitting there going, man, I sing all these songs to myself. Well, she keep working at it. One of these days, she's going to come out of her shell and quit being so shy. <laughs> <laughs> and 
pressing in my heart and said, why won't they sing something about the Lord? And all of a sudden they saw saying, boy, everybody starts standing up. I stand tall and strong. I, 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 it was awesome. I bet it was. I mean, it was so awesome. You, you just you don't want to stop, man. Yeah. You just want to hear it. And you stand up praising God. And then I have to praise him. Pray. Oh, hallelujah. Pray to the Lord. Put in my bones, man. That's right. <laughs> then I just continue with my praise. I was at the gas station yesterday, and this lady saw um they don't want a thing on my um my car. Say, oh my gosh, do they still have that a wanna? I said, yeah. He said, lady, I was in a wanna when I was a little kid, and I remember this. I know John three sixteen until now. <laughs> and I have kids and uh, you know she says she's going to start sending her kids she's not awesome wow she was so excited <laughs> okay my other phrase is my family is back home safe and sound everything is okay when they reached the airport yesterday <laughs> the plane door could not be open they couldn't open the door <laughs> they had to get help from the outside to come open the plane door Oh well, mm, that sounds a little spooky, but anyway. Yeah, but that was it. All right, Matthew again, and then Clarissa. Um, so two, there's one, we've been undergoing a bathroom remodel for two weeks. That has, been, that has been a nightmare. It was supposed to be three days that turned into two weeks. It's finally done. Uh, Anybody that says they can remodel your bathroom in three days? Well, really, just the bathtub, the bathtub, and and yeah. it, it turned into such a headache. But it's done. Yeah. We've been having to shower, go to my mother's to shower and that oh, kind of stuff. So it's all done. Um, wow. And then also, so Joey started working with me this past week when we when we got back from conference. So there's a praise for him as well. Uh, one that he's working with me because he's he's a hard worker. But two, Aww. he he set his first appointment yesterday. Awesome. So uh, awesome. Yeah. oh, he was Joy was the one you was training yesterday. One of them, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah I had two yesterday, and I have three more starting on Monday. Awesome. All right. Cool. Hi. Yeah, super excited that he got his first appointment, and now he's gloating and. Sure, yeah. but, you know, oh, I'm 100% appointment set rate. <laughs> well, that'll last a little while. Clarissa. Uh, I have a lot, but not take up the whole class. But I just, I praise God I was able to go to the conference, even though it was just for a day, had a big impact on me, and it was, uh, it was wonderful. Um, and. Uh, the one guy that sang, uh, just, I mean, it was just, yeah. it was magical. And that moment, God was in that moment, for me especially. And then um, just just all the fellowship, and it was just just awesome. Caleb's appointment that we had in Oklahoma went well, so thank, praise God for that. You know, even though, well, I do praise God. We have, we're going back up next week so <laughs> for our next appointment. Um, but... His, he's healing, you know, and so he's doing well. Praise God for Mike and Vicky and all the like wonderful lessons that they've taught Alexis while she was up there. She's glowing, just the happiest I've ever seen her while she's up there. I noticed that the glow kind of. She's yeah. a little. We're having issues this morning, but 
I think the farm life and the city life is a little bit of a shock coming from being up there a whole month. <laughs> so, but yeah, she was just glowing. She wanted to take me on tours on the Kubota all around the whole farm. Like they, I mean, in three weeks he accomplished what we probably couldn't do in a year. Like he's just so proficient, like, and amazing. I'm just, I thank God that she has grandparents like that that she can go and just be a part of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And praise God for the way home. Everything was wonderful. We had a safe trip. We got to go to a state park. I just had a wonderful time with Alexis. We spent a lot of time together. And even after we got home, we've been working out together. We've been by each other's side nonstop. So. And Caleb missed Alexis so much. Like, wow. He was just, I know, I told him I could take a class, but it was just like, it was so cool. Because normally Caleb's all about Calista. But, but Caleb missed Alexis so bad, he could he would not leave her alone. He slept with her, and he was like, this is her on the very edge of the bed, and Caleb's like, right here, there's a whole like, bed next to them, and he's like on her, like, why don't I sleep? Let me remind you of something. Up until this last week, you had crisis upon crisis upon crisis upon crisis upon crisis. And now, you've got... Praise and blessing upon praise and blessing upon praise and blessing. Kind of evens out things, doesn't it? God is good all the time. Just like just like the word God says he is. You can't top this, of course. I just feel it's not a contest, but who else has praise? <laughs> we got a lot of good ones this morning. Yeah. Well, I have a couple. Uh, one is that uh, the conference was uh, was good. Uh, we didn't stay for all of it. We had to travel further and get to my sister's house. She was, uh, to say she was really looking forward to the visit was kind of an understatement. She was, she was, she'd been talking about if when we finally going to make it back up there for a year solid now, so we finally did, but... Uh, it was good. We saw a lot of the extended family while we were there. Uh, during the conference, there was two missionaries, one to Cambodia and another to Costa Rica. That Justin actually was a, the guy going to Costa Rica. is a class made of Justin's from school, Bible college. And uh, I got to meet and kind of get to know both those guys. And uh, I'll just shorten it up to say that they were extremely interested in learning about basic Bible truths and I was able to get them a manual and a set of charts and show them how to use it and uh, they were if they, if they use it to the degree they were excited about seeing it and getting it uh, they'll do great things with it so we'll see and I think one of them's already come, coming down here in the spring and we'll have we'll have we'll host him in the spring and the other one I haven't talked to you yet, but I'm pretty sure he's going to swing by as well. So that's all good, and we had a uh, we had a good time just uh, all all around. It was just really good fellowship. Lisa and I uh, almost got away for a little while. It's it was so busy it, you can't really tell, but but it was uh, it was cool. Had a great great time uh, this past week. It's great to be home. And the other thing is. Uh, Brother Ron Thomas uh, resigned the church there at Rogers. He's been there for 30-something years. Uh, either he or his father, has one of them, has been the pastor there for the last 54 years. 
And uh, the new guy, of course, is going to have to follow those two guys. So God help him. <laughs> He's going to need it. But uh, uh, I'm getting up where the world would consider retirement age. But uh, I don't believe in retirement from the work of the Lord ever. So uh, my retirement uh, package is waiting for me. Uh, so that'll happen when that happens. But uh, we have a great working relationship here uh, with the leadership in our church. One of the things that we saw uh, at the conference was a lot of new faces, a lot of younger guys. And not all of them are sticking to the stuff, if you know what that means. But we have, we have leadership coming up behind us here at Lighthouse both in Justin and the rest of you guys that the Lord is uh, working in your heart to do things that I don't know if you think you're ready for it or not, but ready or not, it's coming. Amen. It's the Lord. The Lord does what he does. And if you get, if, if you gain the privilege to, to be used to the Lord to do what he does, you will never find a better vocation on this planet than that. I'm pretty excited and confident about what the future looks like for Lighthouse Baptist Church. Amen. We are what we are, and we're not ashamed of it. All around us are people who are taking the identity off of the names of the churches, and it's, it's happened to another church right here in town uh, just this last month. Well, let me tell you something. Wisdom is not common anymore. Maybe it was at one time, but it's not anymore. And there's going to be there's going to be some suffering in the Lord's houses because of the lack of wisdom. I won't get into all that, but who else has praise to share? Anybody else? Clarissa, Vicky. You talking about his training or his health? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> both. But uh, he's still under the ten pound weight restriction, but um, he made it to work one day this past week, although he probably shouldn't have gone. And, uh, but, uh, and also, uh, Lexi's with us again, my youngest granddaughter, our four-year-old. She had a moment. She, couldn't, she wasn't quite ready for all the kids in Yaya's class, so we took her to the nursery, and she did fine. Okay. All right, Clarissa, you had your hand up. Yeah, I just wanted to second kind of what you said, because being at the conference, and I'm so used to seeing Ron up there leading their church, and when they met, uh, brought that they went and got a new pastor, it was just like, I don't know, it was, a sh it was shocking to me because at Lighthouse, I just see God, like, growing the men of our congregation to, we're not, I don't believe that we're going to go get a pastor. Nope, like, I, I, I don't think it's going to happen God's either. Are, God's raising some great so, men that are becoming leaders in our church, which amen. is really yeah. cool. Like, I just, I'm, I'm thankful for what God does here. And, you know, there's going to come a day that, that I'm not going to be a senior pastor here and, and the heading up of everything and delegating everything. It's going to come. But I've got a place, I've got a place on the elder board where that the wisdom, the accumulated wisdom of the elder men in the church operate under a 
strict set of principles and rules that has already saved our church from destruction at least three other times in the last 21 years. God giving us the wisdom to set those directives in place and put the right men in place uh, for that. Uh, you don't hear about that and you're not going to hear about all the details of all those things but just know that the Lord loves this church like I know he loves all his churches but I'm pretty sure he thinks Lighthouse is special I really you know if anything if we've seen it lots and lots of times he uh, he shows up every week and he's busy every day so, and there's one other thing, but I can't remember what it was, so we're, unless you have a praise, we're going to get started on our lesson today. All right. My, um, at the event, I had to share a room with another lady, and when at first when I saw her sitting out soaps and these bottles of other stuff, I was like, oh no, it's going to be fragrance and I'm going to have a headache before I know it, but... Praise the Lord, everything that she does is all organic. She doesn't use chemical fragrances whatsoever, and there's no preservatives. Every, she's like, everything is organic. And I like made it through the whole four hours without a single headache. And I was just like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> well, I have another praise, too. And I'll, you know, we, we stayed in two different hotels, and that's really risky for us. Uh, but in both cases, the fragrance issues were pretty much non-existent, and uh, it was just really so cool not having to, for Lisa not to have to deal with all that. So, that's a definite praise. Bob, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I want to give praise for the people that showed up yesterday to put up uh, vacation Bible school. Uh, posters and plaques and Amen. Amen. still in process. But uh, uh, we I had a pretty good time. Don't know about everybody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, all I wanted to do is come and help and uh, <clears throat> nobody got hurt. Nobody fell off a ladder or stuck herself with a pin in the eye or anything like that. <laughs> so we was blessed beyond belief. And uh, I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Uh, another praise is that uh, home team starts this week. Yay! Lord. So tomorrow night we'll be having home team at our house. And to to add a little to that praise, Kroger has uh, their best baby back ribs on sale this week. Yay. Hey, hey. So we're having ribs tomorrow? We are. I got, I got dessert. All right. And dessert then. Uh, yeah, we we got it going on tomorrow night. So Justin better give us something really good to discuss to go with it. <laughs> well, he already gave us part one. Yeah, he did. Amen. So looking forward to home teams getting back rolling. It's all good. We're looking forward to a good time with Pass today, too. We're going to be on the water today. Kids are excited. They are. Good, good. We got We got tubing and jet skis. And hopefully no injuries yeah. this time. <laughs> uh, well, they're the most excited, so they're, they're not afraid of anything. All right. I just give you one more phrase. All right, hurry up, Harley. Go. 
I'm going to praise God because Justin was able to shift pickleball at 6 o'clock. Now I can participate. <laughs> pickleball will be at 5.30 this afternoon after after we do pass sit, instead of 3 o'clock like we've been doing it. Yes. Y'all are going to go to do pass and then you're going to play pickleball. And then go play pickleball. What's your, what's your experience? Hey. Be up I'm already sore. I'm not Well, I tell you, this, this might just work some of the soreness out. <laughs> Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna live life to the fullest every day that we can. I'm not planning on giving that up anytime soon. We're in John chapter three, and let me ask you this: where I'm going to read two verses here, the first two, and I'll ask you a question and see if you can come up with it. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Where do you think that Nicodemus got the uh, information about the miracles? You think he saw them? I think God revealed it to him. God revealed it to him? Well, the Pharisees were obviously talking about it. They were all disturbed by it. They were talking about it. Bob? Yeah, I'm going with Josh. I think it was more more or less through the grapevine. He had heard these, of these miracles, and quite possibly he saw them. Well, I agree with the last part of your statement because that's what it says in the scripture. Verse 23, you realize, you realize, I hope you understand that when, when John was inspired of God to write down the gospel of John, he did not put chapter and verse breaks in it. That was all added much later by translators and and so chapter 3 doesn't start a new thing it's just all one thing and if you back up three verses there's a beginning of a paragraph and that paragraph says now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover in the feast today many believed in his name when they saw you say you think he saw them when they saw the miracles which he did, but Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men. Do you think this reference to uh, the miracles and people that saw them and believed but were not saved because of it uh, has uh, any bearing on what Nicodemus had to say to Jesus? Mm-hmm. It's right there in the immediate context. The immediate context is always the primary interpretation of any passage of Scripture you're looking at. It's always the first clue. Then it has to agree with everything else the Bible says in the general context. And then you begin to realize you're on the right track. So Nicodemus saw, saw miracles. We discussed it last week and somewhat the week before. And we know that 
there was a lot of miracle work. And it was probably, and we can't prove it, healing primarily. I mean, what other kind of miracle are people interested in? If Jesus was, was here doing miracles today, what, do you, what miracles do you think would catch most people's attention? Bob? Finances. Finances? Well, maybe. They what, Mary? Raising the dead. Raising the dead. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of gets my attention. Why isn't the Lord doing the miracles on the level that he was in this day? Good question. Because we have the Bible. Because we have the Bible. Anybody agree with that? Yeah. 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 That and the fact that the purpose of the miracles has been accomplished. Can you tell me what the purpose of those miracles was? What, what was the purpose? Was it just be, so that people would be healed to go ahead and die later? Bob? It was to show uh, his deity, to show who he, he really was, the Son of God. Uh, Josh? To build a church. Yeah, build up the church. Uh, maybe we'll see. Harley, I'd have to go with the fact that it shows the authority, because the miracle itself is one aspect of the power necessary for to give to give credence to what he's saying. Well, the answer to that question is explained to us in this very verse, this passage of scripture we just read. Nicodemus said, "Rabbi, we know." That thou art a teacher come from God. The purpose of the miracles was to establish the authority of the one who was delivering the message. That's why the apostles performed miracles. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. The miracles were the proof that God was with whoever it was, and Jesus in this case. Nicodemus only got part way with it, with it anyway. We know that you're from God. Well, what he was going to discover later was that he was more than from God. That he is God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, he said, verily, verily. Does, is that something Jesus says often in Scripture? <laughs> Not often, but more than once. It's a, it's a, it's a, you best pay attention to what I'm about to say. That's what that second verily means. I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus, you can just see this conversation happening. You, you ever, you ever see a new puppy discover something he hadn't seen before? What's he do? He goes, like that's, when Jesus said that, I, I can just see Nicodemus saying, huh? <laughs> you know, go ahead. I think it's cool how in the scripture it talks about like how you know, he performs all these miracles, but then Nicodemus is like the one who, like, want, who goes and wants to know more. Yeah. I think it's kind of the same today. I mean, God does miracles in all of our lives and people's lives that haven't come to know him yet. But like, only his children will like, come want to know more. Yeah. Yeah. And that's them being drawn, right? Yeah. It's like what it teaches us in Romans chapter 1. 
God reveals himself to everyone through creation. When you look at creation, you come to a conclusion automatically. You don't have to study and study and then finally figure it out. Creation tells you one thing immediately, and that is that there is a creator. There is no creation without a creator. Uh, almost everybody is smart enough to know that. There are a few exceptions, I think, but it's kind of, I think it's spelled D-U-H. Duh. <laughs> yeah, there has to be a creator if there's a creation, and there it is. So Nicodemus says unto him, saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Now, that would be a miracle, wouldn't it? I don't think Nicodemus was using this as a real question. I think he was being... Sarcastic. Yeah, exactly. That's what it sounds like. And Jesus answered, said, Verily, verily, there's another one. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Let me tell you something about this particular verse here. There is a view of this scripture out there floating around with, it, with various people that take bo being born of water and of the Spirit differently than you might otherwise receive it. Have you ever had mashed potatoes and gravy? You won't better answer that. Is mashed potatoes and gravy two foods or is it one food? Yes. <laughs> well, there are people out there that take born of water and of the spirit as one and the same thing. Yeah. You're talking about like born like by baptism? Nope. Uh, well, there's that. That's out there, too. Baptism is a picture of a death and burial. It is not a picture of a birth at all. And baptism has nothing to do with being born again at all. Nothing whatsoever. And so, but this, this except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Is there any aspect of water connected with the new birth? Now, this is a, kind of a loaded question. Is there any aspect of water? And I'm not talking about baptism. I'm just talking about water connected with being born again. Give me another word for being for born again. Give me a synonym. If you look back, if you look back there at the wall, over there where it says relationship, yeah, you'll see saved, justified, forgiven, righteous, have eternal life, children of God, headed to heaven. There's, a, there's another one that often I will put on that list uh, as we're working our way through there, and that one is born of God. There at the bottom. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. First John chapter 5, verse 1. So these are all synonyms for the same thing. Let me show you if there that there is a water connection. Well, he's the water of life, right? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he is. First Peter chapter number one. 
Let's go over there and look at that. And it's verse number 23. It says, uh, let me start here in verse 18. Peter says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold from your vain conversation or behavior, received by tradition from your fathers. Uh, could we add redeemed to that list back there and be accurate? Yes. yes. Sure could. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned. What's unfeigned mean? Not fake. Not fake. Yeah, genuine. Unfeigned means the real deal. Genuine. Genuine love. He says, uh, he says seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned or genuine love of the brethren. You see, people that are really saved love each other. Amen. It's natural. Well, supernatural. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. Being born again, there it is, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. The Bible here says that we're born again by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Now, if you extend that on out a little bit in Scripture, and you go back to Ephesians in chapter number 5, where the husband is to love his wife like Jesus loves his church, says in verse 25, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to, to love their wives as their own bodies. There is a perceived connection with the idea that the Word of God is, in a spiritual sense, like the washing of water. Like the water. Yeah, yeah. It very clearly says we are born again by the Word of God. Now, in 1 John chapter 3, there's another connection here. This is in uh, chapter 3 and verse number 9. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. All right. What is that seed? It's not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever, people said. This seed that causes a new birth, you all know enough about how babies show, at least Joshua here seems to, uh, 
that there has to be a seed. And the seed that causes the birth of the Spirit, what is it? Isn't it the Word? It's the Word of God. The incorruptible, not the uncorrupt, but the incorruptible. If you're born again by the incorruptible seed of the Word of God, it kind of makes sense that uh, it would never be corrupted, doesn't it? And that's exactly what it says. There is this connection, this idea in Scripture that talks about the washing of water by the Word. Well, that Scripture where it talks about that is talking about Jesus cleansing His church so that His church might be without spot and blemish that His church would be able to bring Him glory. His church is His bride. Let me ask you something. Is his church saved or waiting to be saved? saved? Church members are already saved or they wouldn't be church members. So this is not, this washing of the water by the word is, it is, can't be talking about the new birth. Can't possibly be applied to that and be honest with the scripture about it. So this idea that being born of water is talking about being born again by the Word of God because it says water and the Bible talks about the washing of water by the Word. But that's talking about people that are already saved being cleansed by the Word. This idea that born of water and of the Spirit is one and the same thing does not fly with Scripture. Especially when you read the next verse. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. That sixth verse tells us that the flesh birth and the spirit birth are not one and the same. They're two completely separate things. And yes, you must be born of the flesh to be here. That, that just makes me think of the people who think that, that they're Christians and they, they don't sin anymore. You know, like, or, you know, like they're just, and this scripture, like, is very clear. Like, no, these, you, you are one person, but you are two. <laughs> There's two of you in there, one that's saved and then the flesh, you know. Yeah, the, the fact that Christians don't sin is true. Right. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> But in order to understand that, you've got to, run, you've got to understand who the real you is. Right. Right. Is the real you, this flat belly young guy here that still beats everybody in pickleball, or is it the guy that you can't see? And you don't beat everybody, by the way. Uh, just the reason. Yeah, but you and me beat them once, too. We sure did. We put it on. Who, who's the real you? The spirit man is a real you. The real you? Yes. This me that you see, I like that. The, who is the me that you see? <laughs> is just a house. Yeah, the house, the real man. How many of you have heard the song, This Old House? You've heard that song? 
and you didn't have a clue what it was talking about. Oh, I knew what it was talking about. That's <laughs> the song This Old House is not talking about a rundown house, it's talking about your body. Yeah. Yeah. Next one. You know, I don't know how I got off on that. But the real you is transformed, recreated in righteousness and true holiness. Ephesians chapter 4 tells us flat out. Righteousness and true holiness. What is true holiness? I, do, I, I claim that it's truth that the only time you have ever seen true holiness is in Jesus. He is the personification of true holiness. He is. No sin. True holiness. Righteousness. Nobody ever proved a sin in Jesus' life. They accused him, but they were wrong. I was having a discussion with another preacher, actually on the phone last night, but he's preaching this morning on uh, such were some of you, was his, is his message title, that he's preaching on the other side of town this morning. And we were talking about that scripture in 1 Corinthians 6. And I use that scripture very often. As a matter of fact, every time in basic Bible truths to let people see that no one who is unrighteous is going to heaven. The unrighteous person is not going to be in heaven. And that we're all, we all start out on the left side of the page unrighteous. There it is, fourth one down. We're unrighteous. So how can an unrighteous person become a righteous person? People say, well, you just got to do righteous things. <laughs> is that going to work? Nope. Nope. <laughs> scripture after scripture tells us it won't work. For by the law, no flesh shall be justified in his sight. Nobody's going to be justified by the law, by doing righteous things. So the only way that a person can become righteous, if you follow the scripture down to where it tells you exactly what happens, is that when we put our faith in the blood of Jesus, God himself, Jesus himself, who is God, declares us righteous. Just like he said, let there be light, and there was light. He said, I declare you righteous. And what would he be? Righteous. righteous. We're declared righteous. We're, his righteousness is imputed to us. Now this is, where, this is where people don't really seem to hang on to the truth. It kind of slips away from them because my spirit was dead in sins. When I put my trust in Christ, the Bible says my spirit, not my flesh, my spirit was passed from death, being dead in trespasses and sins, unto life, and that life is eternal life. It also says... Whosoever is born of God, which is the spirit who, not the flesh who, doesn't sin. Why? Because his seed, the incorruptible seed Peter told us about, remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. So all these things are true, and they're all predicated upon a person placing their trust 
in the blood that Jesus shed for us on the cross. Very few people on this planet, religious people, understand salvation. They don't know what happens. They, they think they say magic words and, and just, it's just there. There's no magic words. There is an entire birth process that takes place that God in us when we understand and then trust what Jesus did for us when he shed his blood. Born of the flesh, that's easy. You didn't have anything to do with that, did you? Born of the Spirit, that's easy too. You didn't have anything to do with that either.